Welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Veerdra Jackson. Hello, and welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. I am Dr. Veerdra Jackson, the CEO and creative behind Living Strong Consulting. My company and our conversations unpack the truths to moving forward and building strengths in seven areas that we like to call the pillars of abundant living. It's creating a forward movement in relationships, in finances, in your mindset, in time management, in your health, in your skills, and in your faith. But there's a quote I have repeated throughout this entire pandemic and this season of constant change. And that quote is, forward is not a straight line. It's much more exciting, complex, difficult, gnarly, and uncharted than that. And our conversation tonight with Carolyn Lesane will take us into those twisted, gnarly moments of moving forward and ask, asking us this question, did you learn the lesson in the middle of it? Now, I'm not talking about just surviving the thing, but did you learn anything? Did you find purpose in anything? Did you find peace in the flip side of the thing? Please welcome my guest co-host this evening, Carolyn Lesane. And I want, I'm excited about this conversation. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, Carolyn. Hello, hello. Thank you so much, Dr. Jackson, for this opportunity. I am just extremely grateful and humbled, hallelujah, for just this opportunity. This is just such an amazing, amazing platform. You have been doing some amazing things, and I am just humbled to be one of your guests on today. So I'm just really, really excited to be here. And um, I do have to like take that little personal moment. I gotta give a shout out, gotta give a shout out to my church family, Speak to My Heart Ministries, my bishop and pastor, Bishop Dwayne Johnson, our first lady, first lady Cynthia Johnson, and our entire Speak to My Heart Ministries family. Thank you all so much for your support and just um, always having my back. So I just appreciate it. I appreciate our church. I do, I do, I do. And I love that name. Speak to my heart. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Speak to my heart. Yes. And I've been following you on your different podcasts and have watched some of the replays of Third Sunday um, talk show. And I have been listening to how your message Actually, from the start of 2021, I went all the way back to one of your shows from January 2021, Mm -hmm. and your sincere desire to help people know that there is still hope in 2021, even after we have all been through so much 
in 2020. So if we could jump into this conversation, what impact has this global crisis experience had on you emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I know. I went, I went, I you went, went all in. the way there. Wow, I went wow, straight wow, in. Wow. Okay. Why, why, why ease into it? Let's just get right there. <laughs> Amen. 2020, 2020 was difficult, but it was a blessing. And my godfather, um, Bishop James Nelson Sr., he um, said we had to look at 2020 as the time that God gave us to do a pause. And in that pause, we should have been asking God, God, show me me. Because you had that personal time. I mean, we were locked in. You couldn't go out. You couldn't see anybody. Um, my, my job, we went fully remote on March the 13th. And we're still fully remote. I'm going in just because I'm administrative and I have a lot of other things that I have to do. But I'm there by myself. But we, we had that time. We were home we weren't going out. I mean, you barely wanted to go to the store, the deliveries and everything. So it was that time to take that introspective look at yourself. For me personally, I did. I asked God, I was like, okay, what am I going to do in this season? And um, with the show, and we'll talk more about that, but we had to do a revamp of the show because we had been in our studio and we had to try to figure out how we were going to transfer from being going into a studio. And then we went to Zoom and, and how that would be. And then uh, emotionally, it was a little lonely. I'm single. I'm not married. I don't have any children. And um, I lived in Silver Springs. So I was a little bit away from my family. My family is ma mainly based in Baltimore. And so I wasn't traveling up and down 29 like I had been before the pandemic because we weren't supposed to go out. So it, it gave me a lot of me time. I got to know Carolyn. I got to know Carolyn, the person, wow. and really know her. And then I really got to know the Lord. Mm. Spent a lot more time talking to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. had a bunch of come to Jesus moments in my house <laughs> with just me, myself, and I, Beyonce. <laughs> just me, myself, and I. <laughs> but I, I had a bunch of those kind of moments. And yeah. so when... Um, uh, we would always talk about what we wanted to do. We, we planned the show like at least a year in advance. So we started talking about how we were going to reintroduce. And one of the things, the biggest thing that I thought was like, how were people going to connect? Mm -hmm. So our show in January was a two hour show talking about dating. And, and how do you do that? Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? Mm -hmm. And it was one of our most popular shows and we did a part two and people are asking us to do a part three, mm -hmm. but it was, it was God showing us us. And, and that was the biggest thing that I think that I took out of 2020 and brought into 2021 was Lord, I want to look at me, show me me, show me what I need to improve, show me what I need to change, show me what I'm doing better and show me how to share that. Wow. So uh, that, that, that was basically where I was with, with it. Because again, I was, by, and the biggest thing, one of the, trying not to eat 
like I was never going out the house and putting on clothes again, that there was going to come a time where we were going to come out of not wearing sweats and all of those things. So you couldn't keep eating all day, all night. Uh, all these people baking it. No, no. Had to shut that down quick. You get, Set the limits. Up, you get caught up for real. Set the limits. I know that's right. Because it became a whole, um, the, the uh, COVID-19 <laughs> were the pounds. Like it was a whole issue that people struggled with. But I also think, because even if we think about um, the eating, even when we're not hungry, the loneliness that is very real for some and was very real during the the physical quarantine time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that thought of getting to know me and even request, God, show me me, was a very scary thing I found for some people. Things that they were able to hustle through and stay busy through mm-hmm. or to pick up distractions to keep themselves from thinking about it. Mm-hmm were brought to the surface Mm -hmm. when you are sitting, even if you had family in the house, you still needed to be with yourself even more often Mm -hmm. than going out and being with people. And so I think about that challenge that some people probably struggled with. And, And I actually know as a consultant and a coach, many people did, things that were pushed down and tried to be ignored, it just couldn't happen Mm -hmm. when you're in the quiet time. Can you tell us what was your greatest challenge during this time of pause and being with yourself? It really was for me, because again, I, I, I'm a people person. I'm a hugger. Like, I really still haven't hugged people. Mm. And, and, a, and, and you have to ask permission now before you could walk right up to someone and you haven't seen them and your arms swing open. And now it's either a hesitation or you ask, are you hugging? And it's it, it has impacted our relationships with others. Mm-hmm. I, I had a meeting on Tuesday and, you know, when you first, you go to handshake and it's like, oh, no, we both like jerked our hands back mm-hmm. because you can't do that mm-hmm. anymore. And um, so that was, that was the, the biggest thing for me. I've always been like, okay with being by myself, but it was my choice. Mm. But you this control. wasn't right. You know, I I didn't have that control. I couldn't, I couldn't go this place if I wanted to. And then, honestly, one of the biggest things, I'm a church girl, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, (laughs) five baptized, love my church, love my church. And I loved you know, going to church on Sundays, that was like being with family. You, It was like going to Big Mama's house every Sunday and spending those three hours with family. And that 
I really miss that interaction of being with my, and, and then also my natural family, because again, we had to be creative with that, start having family Zoom meetings and, and things like that. So that, 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 the, um, that was the biggest struggle for me was, I'm a, I guess with those five love languages, I'm a physical touch person. Yes. So that was the biggest obstacle for me was not having that physical touch you know, and, and again, because I'm, I'm single. So, you know, I don't have a husband or even having children in the house. You know, that's still that touch. Didn't have that. Didn't have that. And and my pastor is so funny. My pastor shared um, just a couple of weeks ago. He was saying that that's something that we're still getting ourselves out of. And he had heard about a story of a woman who she was married and her husband passed during the COVID, I think in the beginnings of it, and she was, it was kind of just her and him. So she would see, once things started to open, she was going to get her hair done like a couple of times a week just to have that physical touch Mm. of somebody, you know, because. Yes. We don't realize how important it is Mm -mm. to not only be able to see others or be able to talk to other people, Mm -hmm. but the power and the actually healing power of touch and physical connection to others. Mm-hmm. I could so get needing to make a hair appointment just so you could have that connection and having someone touch you when you don't have yes. anyone in your immediate space. But there was something you said earlier on that really had an aha moment for me as I was listening to you, and that was, you actually are okay with being by yourself when you were able to control whether or not you wanted to be by yourself. And I think about the challenges of lessons that can be learned when we no longer feel like we are in control And recognizing what lessons did you learn about yourself during this period in time. And I listened to how you talk about not having the control you normally would have. Mm -hmm. What did you learn about yourself or what lessons did you take (laughs) from this? One of the biggest lessons was that I never really had control in the first place. (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. That was the but biggest I was gonna, lesson. I was going to wait that and I see n- if you said it. Never <laughs> really had control. Never, never did. Never did. Um, again, it, it all goes back to the Lord that we serve, the God that we serve. He really is in complete control. And um, we have to get to that place where I, I just posted something yesterday. Not my will, but God's will. Not my time but God's time. And so it was really wanting to hear God, but saying, okay, Lord. And, and he, he made sure, even though I was alone, I was never alone. Mm. He always made sure that I knew that I was never alone. I might've been by myself, but I wasn't alone. And that was a lesson that I had to learn. And then it was something that I needed to share 
And and it came out even more in my podcast. Well, at that time, because I just, the Lord just switched me over to the podcast. It's been a month. I was doing these daily inspirational texts, but it, it was, it, I made sure that was my touch. Mm-hmm. I did daily texts to like over a hundred people and then they would share them. And that was my touch. And that, that got me through because I was touching all of these people every day. I was sharing a part of me mm. every day. So that was my touch. That was well, my touch. It also sounds like in recognizing that you aren't actually in control, it frees you up from being stressed out about what are you going to create in the moment because it's it's an opportunity. I know something that really resonated with me in a lesson learned is making moments count and not just checking the box or just, you know, I'm just here, but really beginning to take time to see the moment, to see myself and to see people. Right. And recognize that this moment, as we as we say in our faith, that it's not promised. So what am I doing with it? And we have a lot that we want to be able to unpack in the many lessons that I know you have learned in this season. And we're going to, after we come back from this uh, commercial break, I want to be able to unpack and recognize that this is lessons learned are part of a process. And similar to personal growth and learning and moving forward, living strong, we spend a lot of time talking about the process and not the event. And I know you've got lessons <laughs> learned of, about walking out a process. And in the commercial break that you're going to be listening to, I also, in our consulting work, have an opportunity to talk about process and systems, not just individually, but in the systems that children and youth operate in. So in the commercial that's coming up, PA Care Partnerships Grant has given me an opportunity with the Office of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. They've invited me to speak about youth and young adults' mental health, education, equity opportunities as a part of a webinar that will be on July 29th, 1.30 to 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And guess what, y'all? It's free. So if you want to be able to talk about not just the strategy, but the system of alleviating and addressing many of the things that Carolyn has already spoken of, but in our youth, please join us by clicking on our link on our website, www.livingstrongllc.com and RSVP or register for this free event and listen to this commercial for more details. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
the PA Care Partnership Grant and the Office of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services has invited Dr. Virdra Jackson to speak on youth, young adults, mental health, and education as part of their webinar speaker series for 2020-2021. The title of her webinar is Fix the System, Not the Kids. The webinar will be on Thursday, July 29th from 1.30 to 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time via Zoom. For registration, check out our website at www.livingstrongllc.com for your free tickets. Dr. Jackson will speak to us on how we need to fix our educational systems and not our kids. Participants will be provided with tools to become a threat to inequity and receive strategies to address the unspoken curriculum that fosters bias and sometimes creates unintended lessons, values, and perspectives that have a negative effect on students' academic achievement, educational aspirations, feelings of self-worth, and mental health. We want to include you in this webinar, so register at www.livingstrongllc.com. This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back to my conversation with Carolyn Lesane. And we've been talking about, did you learn the lesson? That 2020 was an opportunity for pause, but we didn't want to have gone through 2020. And now in almost more than half of 2021 and not have learned lessons. I know for me, One of the key lessons I've learned is don't be afraid to slow down and get intentional. Carolyn has been talking about being able to recognize that it's time for me to look at me and to lean into the Lord and that we are not in control in the first place. (laughs) So when we talk about the opportunity to reflect on, did I learn the lesson? One of the things I know that became very important as I slowed down was focusing more on being significant in the work that I'm doing versus the show. Recognizing that people are hurting, they are dying, they are discouraged, and they are lost, and they're not looking for any more performances from people. They need real, authentic conversation and powerful truth. And they actually want the results of what we've sat in some dark places 
that we've allowed to develop us Mm -hmm. and come out of that dark room with a testimony. Mm -hmm. And whatever your it is, it is time for it to become significant and not just a show. And so I know as you have been able to, as you shared, flip business on a dime from from one day to the next, you've had to change your radio show. What are the tools you use then and you're still using now to keep moving forward? Well, I'm going to piggyback off of a couple of words that you said. One thing, we have to be intentional. And yes. um, it's my, my again, I, I reference my godfather because he does, he speaks so much wisdom into our lives. But he said, at some point, we got to stop becoming and we got to be. Mm. And mm-hmm. during that pause, during that time when we were alone and, and or just still in the house and had to be still, you just mm-hmm. had to be still. It was time to say, okay, God, really, what is it that you want me to do? If you want to know what your purpose is, you got to ask God. You really do. You have to seek the Lord because we can go out here and we can try a whole bunch of stuff and it God ain't in it. And but get we, exhausted in the middle of it. Exactly. And be like, <laughs> well, I keep failing because you never consulted God. So the first step is you have to Ask God. You truly have to be parent. And I know that everyone doesn't have this, um, like this relationship with God, mm-hmm. but our God is present for everyone. Mm-hmm. And if you ask Able. him, he will show you and he will tell you, you just have to ask him. Mm-hmm. And then when he tells you to move, you got to be ready to move. I mean, we've all seen all of these businesses that have come about that yes. were birthed, you know, they were, they were already in us. We were already pregnant, but they were birthed during that pandemic. I'm at home. And now people not even going back to their regular jobs because they they've started these new things. And so one of the biggest lessons is, as you said, you got to slow down. Everything is not a, it's not a race. You, you just want to finish strong. It's not about finishing first, but you got to finish strong. You got to finish strong and you want to finish because if you (laughs) keep rushing too much, you might wear yourself out and you don't make it to the end. And the whole point is that you want to be prosperous and move forward. The other lesson is, and and it's funny because we all do it, have your pity party. Have it by yourself and let it last for like 60 to 90 seconds. And then it's Cry, scream, Mm -hmm. throw whatever, and then get up and give God a praise or put your Beyonce on or, (laughs) look, I can't even think of a new rapper, so run DMC (laughs) or whoever, put on whatever music it is that energizes you and get yourself up and get moving. You will never advance if you stand still. You've got to keep moving. And yes, we all get disappointed. And, 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 you know, what is, what is that saying? Um, um, You will, you only need that one. Yes. 
And, and But there are no overnight sensations. You said it on your talk. I was like, oh my gosh, you, that, that there are no um, self-made men and women mm-hmm. because you got to give credit to the one that dug the well. Yes. What? Yes. Wait a minute. So it's like, you got to keep, yes, you may fall, but get back up. You, it's so powerful. It's so powerful as I think about Even the phrase that you shared at the start of there's a time in which you are becoming, but then there's also a season where you need to be, like actually be the thing. Put down the I'm continuing to try and and my youngest daughter, we had this whole discussion uh, because I don't let clients and people say I'm trying. You either are or you're not. There is no trying. So get into the thing and birth it. Whatever it has been that keeps you up at night, that you keep thinking about, Mm -hmm. that brings you joy that you would do for free, but you now have an opportunity to monetize it. Mm -hmm. Do the thing. Do the thing. And the, the other thing that one of my girlfriend's shared during our fearless conversations was that it is okay to cry. And Esther Moore said, you know, it's okay to cry, but make sure you have an end to the cry. The The goal is not to stay in the cry, mm-hmm. but that there is a distinct end. And as we were sharing during the break, to have those people in your circle that will say, okay, That's enough. you've cried enough. <laughs> That's <laughs> you've enough. cried enough. That's I'm enough. curious, in, in, in the process of moving through and moving forward, is there anything you had to get rid of in order to keep moving and growing in this season? Ooh. Well, I, I threw that one in. Yeah, you I'm did. Just, you you threw that one in there. That, and and I'm gonna be. I can't. I can't even share the whole thing. But God totally disrupted my comfort zone. Mm, got rid of this. Uh, got rid of comfort zone. I love totally it. Totally disrupted my comfort zone and made me so uncomfortable that was like, okay, God, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then said, I can't give you the new because you keep holding on to the old. And literally, I had to give away furniture and clothes and wow. just, I, he was like, I have new for you. Mm-hmm. And you can't ca- he said, I couldn't even carry it into 2021. Wow. So yeah. all I had were boxes and empty spaces because he said, nope, get rid of it. Give it away. No. Well, can I keep it? No. no. Give it away. <laughs> I no, love that. No, give it away. I'm like, it's I'm... the plates. Give it away. Give it I'm away. Like, yeah. Okay. Somebody needed to hear that. I, I just feel in my heart someone needed to hear that you can't get the new because the old is taking up 
too much, much space. space. It's taking up too much space. We had a joy conversation in April of 2020. We came, it it was right on the tails of everything shutting down. And one of our joy conversations was making room for the joy. That it's not, the pain, the discouragement, it's literally blocking out your opportunity to see the next I think about the cluttering and so needing to get rid of the old. But if we're honest, that can also leave us in a place of feeling a a loss, as well as a discomfort of coming out of our comfort zone. Many of many people experienced losses during this time. Did you experience any loss during this period? And how did you navigate that? That was definitely difficult for me because one of the things that I I shared was that when people passed away during that, I don't want to say the height because it's not something that we should celebrate, but during that time of COVID, we couldn't even have funeral services. And I always talked about the fact that one of the things, especially with African-Americans, when someone passed away, I mean, your house was full from sunup to sundown. You had so much food that you had to borrow other people's refrigerators because everybody was bringing food. So you had to learn how to grieve differently. Yes. The first person that passed away was my sister-in-law's sister. And I had, God is so amazing. I went to see her on, I think what, what the date would have been March the 8th, the Sunday before everything shut down. So I got to see her in the hospital and we, I was there for like an hour and a half and we talked and, and her last words were to me, I love you. And I said, I love you to her, not knowing that that Friday she was going to pass away. Well, no, it's a little bit longer than that because they shut it down. Yeah. So it was like two weeks later because then no one could go see her at the hospital. And actually they allowed her to come home so that her family could be with her when she passed away. But again, and that goes back to the being intentional. I tell everybody, I say it on my podcast almost every day, when God drops somebody in your heart or you think, Act on it right then. Mm -hmm. Stop what you're doing. If you don't, if you can't call them, text them. Hey, just thinking about you. Hey, you good. Hey, you never know what that little five second touch. The timing of it too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's all about timing. But that was, that was something to navigate because when it was time for her funeral, I felt so sad for my sister-in-law, my brother, my nephews. They were, and they just, and I wanted to hug them, but I could only watch it on my computer because it was only 10 people allowed at the funeral home. Mm-hmm. And that was something that, that was, that was a hard pill mm-hmm. because then we had uh, three more deaths of just of close relatives and well relatives and things and we couldn't you couldn't go to the services you couldn't you couldn't grieve and then you couldn't help them to heal right so that was something to try to navigate but again that's where 
You got to make those phone calls. You got to you got to reach out. I love cards. I am an old school. I'm so sad that they're closing all the Hallmark stores because I would literally spend $30, $40 every time I would go into Hallmark because I'm just, oh, I love this card. And I would just send cards out to people. And I still do that all the time. Yeah. I still it's continued connection. I just yeah. I see the thread of consistency in your story, your purpose, and your heart of making connection. And as I think about people who have grieved in this period of time, who have experienced very real loss, not only emotionally, physically losing people, but financial loss, relational loss, those experiences of loss, and encouraging that some lessons that I've watched others also learn is giving yourself space to actually feel and grieve. Don't push it away. Mm -hmm. Don't deny it. Mm -hmm. And then, as you shared earlier, find support and connection and be willing to be that person when the person reaches out to just listen, that you can't fix this, but this is an opportunity for you to show up authentically and see the person and be willing to listen. Because again, it's a process, not a journey. It's not something that someone just gets over. And I wanted to make sure that I shared a great resource for anyone who has experienced loss or is grieving from physical loss. Um, There is an example of a wonderful wow sister. Her name is Yolanda Booker. And she has been an example for me of lessons learned, applied, and shared in her own journey. But she started a Facebook group called Good Grief Conversations. And so her own story of loss has happened. And that's a wonderful resource as we get ready to go on our next break, that if you have experienced loss, that recognize you are not alone. As Carolyn has said over and over again in this conversation, you are not alone and you are seen. So when we come back from our next commercial break, taking the opportunity for us to explore and unpack what has increased for you during this time? And how have you been able to stay grounded? So when we come back from this break, we will continue our conversation. Did you learn the lesson? We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Where have you been stretched in your life? What did you learn when the stretching happened? What advice would you give other people about being stretched? 
If you'd like an answer to each one of those questions, don't miss your opportunity to be a part of our next free webinar on August 3rd, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're unpacking the 10th law of the 15 Invaluable Laws by John Maxwell. And that law is the law of the rubber band. Growth stops when you lose the tension between where you are and where you could be. You know, it's easy to be average. You cannot travel within and stand without. It's going to require you to step outside of your comfort zone if you're going to grow. Stretching always requires change. Stretching sets you apart from others. So on August 3rd, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your chance to grow. Come join us and create some specific means for stretching in the areas of your life in which you are no longer winning. Are you ready to grow? Then don't miss the next opportunity on August 3rd, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And register at www.livingstrongllc.com. I can't wait to grow with you. This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. If you are just logging in, I'm going to encourage you to make sure you grab the replay opportunity because you do not want to miss a single moment of this conversation of inspiration, of reminders, of intentionality, of authentic understanding of truth, especially when we're talking about the fact that in this season, there is very little, if anything, that we feel like we can control, but we still have hope, possibility, opportunity for growth. And I've been having a powerful conversation with my new sister friend, Carolyn Lassane. And as we've been talking, I, I'd like for us to get to the continue to talk about that flip. So what would you say has increased for you during this past 16, almost 16 months? And what's keeping you grounded in this season? Okay, let's see. Let me, let me, let me answer the second part, the latter part first. The Lord, mm-hmm. he will keep you grounded. And then those friends, those, those people that got your back, because we don't, as I said, in 2020, we became real. We became real to each, each other and we became real to ourselves. 
the mask had to come off. You know, you couldn't even go to the store. So the mask had to come off. The ma- couldn't go get your hair done. The mask had to come off and you became real. And you need those people that are always going to be there for you. That, that, like you said, always got my back. Oh, I know if I'm doing any, like my, my, my I have uh, three sisters and a brother and I have my oldest sister, Sarah, no matter what I'm doing, I'm preaching here, I'm going here. I know I can look out and my sister, Sarah, is going to be there. My other sister, she's in um, a different state and everything. So, but I know that she has my back. You need those friends and family members who are going to support you. They have your back, but they also be like, okay, that might not have been your best moment. <laughs> Tell you the uh, truth at the same mm-hmm. time. Maybe you shouldn't have said that or maybe you should have did you did you pray before you said that you know you, you <laughs> and one of the things that we've learned because again we've been in a pause we don't have to respond so quickly what is that when 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 and especially in the heat of something give yourself 15 seconds is it necessary do you really need to say it mm-hmm. is it going to have a positive outcome And so those are things that we, again, it comes back to me. I can't control anything else, but my attitude, what is it? Um, Charles Swindle, it said, what? It's 10% what happens to us, but 90% of how we receive it and how we process it and what we Mm -hmm. do with it. You can control your attitude. You can control how you respond to things. And I, I really do. And, and people, uh, you know, it, it can cause sometimes people not to really like, really, is it really all of that? I'm, I'm looking for the good. Yeah. It's enough negativity in the world. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. need to look for negativity. All we got to do is turn on the news. So let's Absolutely. look for the good. And wow. so that aspect has really increased in me. And as I said, the um the I, I did these daily inspirational texts and I was sending them out to like a hundred people or, or more and then they were sending them out. So when I would say, oh, I sent it, they were like, no, it's going out to a few hundred people because then we're sending it out and we're sending it out. And just about a month ago, the Lord was like, I need them to hear the passion that I've given you. So. Switch your format and go to a podcast. I'm like, God, I don't know what. what? I, I, now I got to take a class to learn how to do a podcast. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. But when God gives you something, he opens the door. I, I learned it. And now I do these daily podcasts. Yes. And I thank the Lord because it's not about getting 100 people to say, oh, my gosh, yes, yes, yes. Because when I'm sending it out and when I'm talking, I don't know who it's for. Sometimes I'm just, this is just me. This is what God gave me this morning. But then if somebody says, I needed that today. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then like this program that you can, it's, it's on a platform that, okay, so maybe some people didn't get to watch it, but they can go back and catch the replay. Yes. And because... God's timing is perfect. Mm. When they go back and listen to it, it will be what they needed it to be 
in that moment. Again, absolutely being intentional and just hearing the voice of God and following. We 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 can't we can't do this unless we get direction. We can't. We cannot and, do and this. As you shared earlier, be obedient. So do the thing. Do the thing. So oh, oh so we have a phone-in message for Carolyn. <laughs> I'm listening and I got your back. Sarah, thank you. That's my, that is my sister. That yes. is my sister. Sarah. And I'm telling you, I, I tell you, like I said, I I I am so grateful to God. Um, my parents, uh, both of my parents are deceased. My mom passed away when I was 19. So Sarah, our older sister, she kind of became like the mom. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, you know, another thing, as you said, people experience losses. Mm-hmm. But there were so many different kinds of losses. Just there were physical yes. losses. There were financial losses. But there were losses in relationships. But on the flip side of that, some people, they really dug in there and they got together. And I can truly say that there are a few family relationships that I have that are stronger now because we were like, okay, but what you doing? Okay, watching a movie together on the phone because you can't go to the movie and watch it. So you watch it together on the phone. You know, just those things. We, We really had to learn the power of flexibility. Mm hmm so and true. again, just just being open to what God had had and has for us. That's so, the, the, lots of lessons, lots of lessons. And you know what? Something that you shared resonated directly with me when you talked about the increase in relationships and even the changing of relationships and how you reached out. I also went back to handwriting cards and mailing them, no longer sending emails, but actually sending a card that someone can receive in the mail. But I remember a specific moment, a loss for me was loss of encouragement and loss of energy and focus uh, about halfway through. And I remember that I refused to remain stuck And one of the things that I asked for in that season, when I felt my encouragement, my internal motivation dropping from all of the moving pieces Mm -hmm. that we were experiencing, I remember asking for the opportunity for my territory to be enlarged and for my relationships, for me to gain an entirely new facet of adding on new networks, new relationships. And when I tell you, be careful of what you ask for. (laughs) Because on my best day, I could not imagine. Now a new sister friend without this platform, I never would have had. Without that, I honestly believe, without that ask and really being willing to to sit in a place of I'm not going to be stuck mm-hmm. just because it doesn't look the way I thought it would look. I'm not going to stay stuck here mm-hmm. and being willing to ask for more. Yeah. Be willing mm-hmm. to ask for more. Yeah. 
So we only have about four minutes left before we are ending. I can't believe how fast this conversation (laughs) went by. I want an opportunity with about three minutes left. Tell us about what projects you're working on. Tell us about the show, uh, the radio show, and how people can reach out and find you. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you, Dr. Jackson, for this opportunity. Thank you, Celeste, for bringing us together. Um, And thank you, God. Just thank you, God, for all of the things that you are doing and going to do in our lives. Because for real, I'm telling you, this is the suddenly season. This is the time for manifestation. Things are, and it's not just about things opening up, but things are revealing all that Mm -hmm. stuff that you were digesting in 2020. Now it's coming to pass in 2021. So be ready for that. Third Sunday Tea Talk Show. Um, I have the pleasure of co-hosting that with the founder and the um, author of that, uh, Dr. Akita Pearson, who is actually my blood cousin. And that was one of those relationships that God just like put us together like this um, during the pandemic. And it was just an amazing thing. But that is um, www.thirdsunday. Um, thirdsundaytalkshow.com. We're on Facebook Live. It's every third Sunday. And as a matter of fact, this is our Sunday for our show. We will be on Facebook. We're on Zoom. So you can come and talk to us. And this month, we're talking about survivors, specifically Mm -hmm. cancer survivors. And um, just having that motivation to continue to move because, I mean, things will happen. Things will happen in this thing called life. But again, you can either lay down and give in or you can stand tall and say, I'm a fight. And that's what the survivor's story is talking about. So I'm really excited about that. As I shared, um, the Lord has moved me to a podcast format. And so I do that every Monday through Friday and that's on um, Podbeam. So you could just look up. It's actually um, the CJL Ministries channel. So that's how you can find that. And then I post everything uh, um, on my Facebook page, Carolyn Lassane on Facebook. So you can definitely find me there. But um, this is this has just been an awesome, awesome, awesome opportunity. And I'm just grateful for it. You know what? Thank you so much for being transparent and open and challenging all of us with this question, regardless of what happened in 2020. And we are now in the present 2021. Did you learn the lesson? Mm -hmm. This has been Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. And I've had the pleasure of talking with Carolyn Lesane, and we appreciate you and so grateful for the chance to unpack your flip side story. Thank you so much, and we'll Thank see you, you next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.